Hey sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really matter to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Welcome back to the show. Do you ever wonder why you can't seem to stick to your exercise plan? Do you feel like you just don't really have the time or energy to get enough exercise each day? You probably know how important getting exercise is for you physically, and you may even understand the mental benefits of it too, but that hasn't made it any easier to get moving, has it? I want to talk today about three ways that you can add more movement to your day-to-day, even if you've already always struggled to consistently follow an exercise routine or a workout plan. But before I share those, I actually want to talk for a minute about why you might be struggling to follow this exercise plan. And the hard truth is that it's likely because you're believing something about exercise that isn't totally true, or it doesn't have to be true in the season you're in at least. So the first lie that I want to talk about is that Exercise has to take a lot of time, and if you don't have that much time, then it isn't worth it. The truth is that exercise doesn't have to be this long, drawn-out thing. You don't have to exercise for, you know, a minimum of 20 to 30 minutes for it to even make a difference. Research actually shows that adding little spurts of movement throughout your day can be just as beneficial, if not more so. Line number two that you might be believing is that exercise takes a lot of energy And that you already feel so tired all the time. So you're going to use the little energy that you do have to do something that you might think is more important. See, again, the truth is that exercise doesn't have to leave you absolutely exhausted at the end of the day. Short periods of time of raising your heart rate even a little can actually make a much bigger difference than you think. And exercise gives you more energy. I did a whole podcast episode on this. It's number 25 called, Did You Know Exercise Can Give You More Energy? Three Reasons Why. So go ahead and give that a listen if you want to know more about that reason. Um, But really, what I need you to hear in this one is that moving your body is important and beneficial to your health and your overall well-being, your mental health. Making time for it, even little bits of time, is worth your energy, I promise. And after a while, you'll see how moving more does really give you more energy. All right, the third lie before I get into my three ways to add more movement is that exercise has to be running or biking or lifting weights. And since I hate all of those things, I'm just not going to do anything. See, when I work with clients and and something I'm actually putting a whole module on in my course that's set to come out in January is I teach about finding exercise that you love. I call it the joyful movement routine because it's so important to the success and sustainability of your regular exercise that you actually like what you're doing. If you don't like running, 
then don't run. If you get overwhelmed by lifting weights and it's causing you to not exercise at all, don't tell yourself you have to lift weights in order to exercise. The goal is to get you moving. And the way to do that is for you to find what you like and do more of that thing. And what you like might change. It probably will change, which is great. I'll share really quick an example. For me, you know, I've I have a long history of exercise. I call myself an exercise enthusiast at times, but I go through different seasons of of what I enjoy most and who I enjoy exercising with. And so I came off of a season last year of running and training for marathons and I was running all the time. That's basically all I was doing. And um, this newest season that I'm in, even currently at the time of this recording is weightlifting. Um, and I've gone back and forth between the, the two. And, you know, I come from a personal training background. And so I have that knowledge of weightlifting, which is extremely helpful. Um, but I just love to be able to push myself and see what I can do. So I go through, yeah, like these different seasons of what I enjoy and, um, you know, whether I want to exercise with others or would rather um, use my time exercising as, you know, my quote unquote me time, right? Okay, so now that I've touched on the lies that might be holding you back and hopefully giving you some encouragement to overcome those lies, let's talk about practical ways to add more movement into your day. So the first one is look for small opportunities. So this might look like getting more steps or standing more or taking stretch breaks if you sit at a desk a lot. This is a habit building thing, so don't expect it to be natural right away. But, you know, the examples that come to mind for me are parking farther away from the building that you're going to or Um, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, or even walking the stairs at your house a few extra times on purpose during your day. You could go for a quick walk during breaks from work or between activities with kids. Um, Maybe you do a few squats while you're cooking dinner or rocking the baby to sleep. I mean, it could be anything, but beginning to look for these small opportunities can make a huge difference. I was in a routine for a while and It's gotten a little bit infrequent now because I hate cold weather and it's winter here at the time of this recording. But I I was in the routine where I would park my car in the school pickup line and then I would get out and walk around the school campus while I was waiting for my kid to get out of school. You know, and and walking isn't hard, right? It's It's not necessarily challenging for me and I usually really don't have more than 10 or 15 minutes, but I was constantly reminding myself that moving at all is better than not at all. Okay, so that's number one, looking for small opportunities. Number two is involve your kids. I know sometimes it can feel like you'd rather use um, your time to exercise to get a break from your kids, and there's totally nothing wrong with that. I do it, like, every morning. But also, like, them seeing what living actively looks like can teach them and set that example for them, right? So maybe you have dance parties in the living room. Maybe you do jumping jacks between turns on the game that you're playing, or maybe you go on family walks or bike rides in the evenings. Um, You know, I'm a big proponent of looking up things on YouTube for exercise videos, and they have some really good kids ones. So if you feel like you don't have any ideas on your own, like give that a try and see what you and the family might enjoy. Okay, this third one I want to talk about is going to be a little bit longer, but it's stacking your habits or tethering your habit. Um, So you've probably heard the terms before, Um, I really like to differentiate between habit stacking and tethering. So habit stacking is when you take a habit that you have that's strong, that you do without thinking about it or you do really easily, and you pair something you're trying to make a habit. Um, For example, if you brush your teeth every morning, (laughs) hopefully you brush your teeth every morning. So when you brush your teeth every morning, you practice standing on one leg to work on balance. 
or maybe you're trying to work on your posture. So when you brush your teeth, you stand in good posture. You stack or you pair those together so that the one you're working on becomes more habitual because you do it with the one that is already a really strong habit. Hopefully that makes sense. But more examples for movement that come to mind are like, you know, if you watch a TV show before you get ready for bed, maybe you add in doing an extra, doing an exercise movement during the commercial breaks. I say that. Are commercials even a thing anymore? Ugh. Well, if you watch something that has commercials, but anyways, that's what comes to mind. Um, you're creative. I bet you're already thinking of something that you, you can try out anyway. So I will just stop on that now. But um, with the habit tethering, um, I like to think of it as something a little bit different is where you really tie one thing to another. That probably sounds really similar, but hopefully as I explain it, it'll make sense in your head. So I don't know if this will be relatable at all, but do you remember tetherball back from elementary school? You know, you have the the ball that's attached to a rope that's tied to the top of the pole and you hit the ball around and it can really only go in a circle around the pole. Um, like it can't go anywhere else because it's tied to the pole, right? So that's what I picture with habit tethering. Like if you want to make something that you don't really like a habit, you can tether it with something that you do really like. Um, the way I came up with this concept was actually a few years ago when I was really struggling with my own motivation when it came to exercise. Um, and I was trying to get back into my running routine. Um, I just, I wasn't motivated for some reason, but I really wanted to get back into that routine because I knew that it, again, it made my overall health better. It made me feel better overall. And so um, I was looking for ways to get myself into that. So I decided to start listening to audiobooks. Um, but I would only let myself listen to the books while I was running. So it gave me that push I needed to get out the door because I could look forward to listening to what was going to happen next in the book um, because I knew I wasn't going to enjoy the running. So, you know, for, for you, maybe you'll try something similar like this reward type system. I had a client one time who would only let herself watch an episode of TV while she was on the stationary bike um, as another example. But hopefully that all makes sense and you're, you're thinking to yourself already um, like how to make this work for you to keep you uh, motivated to move even when it is hard and challenging. Um, I will throw out here too, if motivation um, to kind of keep going and, and adding movement consistently is kind of your biggest struggle right now, um, A, I'm hoping that what we talk about here is kind of helping you, but B, I also did an episode um, number 22. It's called um, Want to Consistently Follow Your Workout Plan for Biblical Tips to Help When Your Motivation Hits a Wall. Um, so go and check that out. It's actually one of my favorite podcast episodes that I've done. So um, yeah, to sum it up, the three ways to add more movement to your day are to look for small opportunities was number one. Number two was involve your kids. And then number three was habit stack or tether um, with what you love or what's already a habit for you. So I want to leave you with a quick encouragement from scripture um, before I go, because, well, as I like to say, if you're not living healthy for God, what's the point anyways? Amen. So um, exercise, we know, is a good and healthy discipline to invest in, you know, especially when it's done for the right reasons. So it, if exercise is kind of a struggle for you, um, I really encourage you to kind of question your motivation, your purpose behind the exercise and make sure that it, it's in alignment with what God wants for you in the season that you're in right now. Um the other thing that can really help um, keep your motivation going, keep you um, 
in that alignment check is thinking about, you know, how exercise can help you to carry out what God's called you to do. Um, you probably heard me say this before. Um, I say it a lot when I talk about exercise, but the question, you know, I ask myself and I challenge, um, I challenge you to ask yourself is, are you able right now to do whatever it is that the Lord calls you to do in any given moment? Right. And, and I'm, I'm speaking physically here. Like, are you able to carry the lady's groceries from the grocery store for her if she needs help or, um, are you able to carry your child down the street if you need to, or, um, you know, push a stalled car out of the intersection or, um, you know, walk around the walls of Jericho. Okay. That last one is history, (laughs) but you get my point, right? Um, you know, when I think about this question, I think about how God asked the Israelites to do this pretty challenging feat walking around the walls of Jericho for seven days. And, and I just think to myself, um, you know, what, what would have happened if they were unable or unwilling because they weren't physically fit um, or they thought it would be too difficult, right? Once you are able to really kind of drop the unrealistic um, or ungodly, really, um, expectations of exercise, um, you know, examples of that would be like using that as punishment for something you ate or um, really beating your body past the point of exhaustion just to lose one more pound or to make your body look like someone else's or something like that. Like once you're able to let that go, the joy found in exercise will replace those expectations. Um, You'll really be able to see exercise as a way to honor the body that God has blessed you with. Um, You'll be able to challenge yourself to do more than you thought you were capable of with the strength that God has given you. And you'll find yourself more ready than ever to really say yes to whatever it is that God is calling you to do in any given moment, right? It reminds me of um, Paul writing in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, um, verses 24 to 27. I'm going to read it really quick. It says, um, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing or some other, um, <laughs> some other translation say beating the air. Um, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after having, pre- having after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Um, so, you know, this is Paul talking about um, being disciplined. And, and then even as I read that, I was reminded of um, one of my favorite verses in, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. It says, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So all that to say is keep going. Don't give up. And remember that God gives you your identity and your purpose Um, It doesn't come from how much or how little you exercise, right? He loves you, but he also has so much for you if you're ready to receive it. Okay, that's where I'm leaving you today. I'm praying you were blessed and encouraged today as you live healthy and empowered for you, for your family, and ultimately for the glory of God. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. 
Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. From Ephesians 3, 16 through 19, I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God.